0: Hello, and welcome to Adventures in Aurelia's introduction to the Aurelian Epic. This episode is going to be a lot of narration by me about the previous arc of this campaign that we recorded and decided not to release. The main point of this episode is just to get everyone that is interested up to speed in the characters that are going to be appearing in the Aurelian Epic, then after that will be a recap narrative of the story that happened in that first arc really condensed down just to give kind of the main beat points to help keep you up to speed with where the story is going to be picking up afterwards the final segment is going to be the night watch that we recorded with our regular audio setup so if you are interested in hearing the group's discussion about the arc that we had played then go ahead and keep listening through to the end of the episode once the Nightwatch starts, though, you will have heard most of the information that you will need to be up to speed for the start of the Aurelian Epic that will be coming out in two weeks. We have already recorded our first session. We hope you enjoy this this new arc and this change in pace that we're going to do. We do plan on going back and forth between the Aurelian Epic and the Miavet story over time. Thank you guys for listening, and thank you all for your support. Riven's Guild of Adventures has been around for centuries and is where countless people have come to hone their skills, though not many truly take on the mantle of adventurer. The Guild has instructors of various disciplines, and many will come here for specialized training in their field. World-class hunters and trackers, mages worthy of acceptance to tell study of arms and tactics suitable to lead an army, compositions that have been heard around the land devotees that may even seek an audience with their god. These are all reasons people have sought out Riven's Guild of Adventures. The Thirteenth of Brigantia, a small ship carrying only a handful of passengers and unnamed, pulls into Riven's bay. Rem, an older man and ex-commander, offered to help row in exchange for transport to a new life. He climbs up onto the deck and helps tie up the ship. The ship's owner, A dwarf named Rufus Stonebeard extends a hand out to Rem, and they grasp arms strongly and nod to one another. Was nice having you aboard, Rem. You're a strong rower. I'll be missing your help. Rem walks through the streets of Riven, keeping his eyes open for any shady activity going on on the pier, somewhat surprised by the lack of beggars in the streets. In fact, he notices that everyone selling wares on the docks have a stall set up. Aside from a few of the smaller fishermen who are selling their catch straight from their small fishing vessels. As he rounds the bend at the north end of the docks, he sees a large building across the city, the whole reason he chose to come to Riven. Rem looks up and down the large, ornate doors of the guild hall, and with a grunt walks inside. Oh, I haven't seen you around here before. A woman sitting behind a desk in the entrance hall looks up from her parchment as Rem walks into the building. I'm here for the guild well you're in the right place then what brings you to the guild i want to join i see did you have a particular branch in mind why do you wish to join come over here and we can start your registration the first of belanus the ship gray wind is docked in the port town of riven early in the morning before sunrise the sound of the ship coming to life in preparation has woken up its sleeping passengers One of them, a female gnome named Nixie, rolls out of her cot, grabs her pack and her fiddle case, and heads to the deck. She walks down the gangplank and scans for the nearest bar. A short walk up the pier, she spots one, the bent anchor, and heads inside. Behind the bar is an older man, probably in his 60s, with a salt-and-pepper beard and a shaved head. I need a room. She lifts her fiddle case and nods at it. I'll play for it. The man leans far over the bar and huffs at her. You'll play for it, huh? And what makes you think your play is worth a room? I'm a bard. It's what I do. The bartender leans back and crosses his arms. How's about this? You pay for the room, I let you play, and you keep whatever copper these folks send your way. It'll be five silver for the night. He holds out a hand to Nixie. Nixie reaches into her coin purse and retrieves five silver pieces and places them in the bartender's hand. You said I keep whatever I make, even if it's more than the room. She walks to the stage, pulls out her fiddle, and begins to play for the patrons of the bent anchor. As the night comes to a close, Nixie starts to pack up her fiddle and count what she's earned, enough to pay for her room three times over. As she stands up, a halfling woman wearing a vest with scrolls embroidered into it is standing behind her waiting. You've got talent, kid. Interested in a job? The halfling extends out a hand towards Nixie, who grabs it. The name's Verna. The Fifth of Bellinus, a dwarven cargo vessel, the Iron Cask, pulls into the Bay of Riven. Shouting from the dwarves on board and on the deck Rouse Kanina, a female tiefling, a little earlier than usual. She hops off her hammock the dwarves hung in a closet for her to stay in, grabs her pack, and heads outside to help unload the cargo. "'Ah, Nina! Ready to help unload the ship?' A jolly dwarf overseeing the ship, Thorstag Stonewind, turns towards Kanina with a large smile on his face. "'You betcha!' Kanina says, smiling back. Thorstag reaches a hand out to stop her as she walks past him. "'What's this?' he says, gesturing to her pack slung over her shoulder. "'We're in Riven, Thorstag! It's time for me to join the guild!' "'Ah!' Right. I was hoping you might join us full-time by the time we got here. Thorstagg lets his hand fall, slightly dejected. Kanina leans down to give Thorstagg a big hug. I'm sorry, Thorstagg, but I need this. I've got to learn to control my abilities. It really is a miracle I didn't burn the ship down on the way here. I know, I know. Wait, what? Bye, Thorstagg! Kanina stands up and makes her way off the ship nearly sprinting around the dwarves as they carry crates of ore off the ship into the warehouse. Night, on the 8th of Bellinis, a small rowboat carrying only two people finally makes his way to the docks of Riven. A robed man, fairly young and quite strong, pulls on the oars and throws a rope round one of the pylons. Well, we've made it, he says to the hooded figure sitting next to him, breathing heavily. Ariel looks up at the man, a faint glow to her eyes. Thank you, brother. The man climbs out of the small boat, smooths out his robes, and holds out a hand to pull Ariel up onto the deck next to him. I know the journey here was tough, but even though we don't really know my purpose here or what is at stake, even the elders agrees that I should follow my vision. Yes, and you are here now. So whatever the purpose is, Whatever this evil Ogma has sent you to destroy, I hope we have all taught you well. I hope it is enough. Ariel nods and pulls her hood lower to cover her eyes again, as a brother climb backs down into the boat. She makes her way through the fairly empty streets of Riven, heading in the direction she knows of the Guild Hall. As she walks inside the Guild Hall's main entrance and looks around, a young man behind the counter notices her as a robed hooded figure standing in the middle of the hall. Um, hello? May I help you? Somewhat startled, Ariel turns in the direction of the young man's voice and pulls her hood back a little bit. Is this the Guild of Adventurers? The young man notices a faint shine from Ariel's eyes and stammers. Yes, it is. May I help you? Ogma sent me. There is an attack on the city of Ribbon. A few hundred goblins and kobolds have banded together and launched an attack. The members of the guild, along with many of the city's guard and other inhabitants, gather near the guard tower to defend the city. The members of the city manage to fight off this oncoming threat with relatively few casualties. During the day following the attack, the masters of each branch of the guild gather together some members to seek out the source of the threat and what has banded together these unlikely creatures. Our adventurers, Rem, Nixie, Kanina, and Ariel, end up as part of this group. They are sent out with a couple dozen other guild members to the small village of Lumbridge. First and foremost, they need to see if the village itself is okay, but it also gives them a base to work from to track down the enemy's lair. The village of Lumbridge is found to be not only okay, but unaware of the attack. The large group of adventurers decides to split in half, leaving people in Lumbridge to help defend the small village in case it falls under attack. The rest of the group sets off into the forest to track down this impending threat. While traveling, some of the scouts are sent off to locate the trail, never to return. The group presses on and eventually comes across a small goblin village, being guarded by an ogre. Through the clever use of magic, the group tricks the ogre into attacking the goblins within the village, The ogre manages to kill most of the goblins before dying, and the group quickly picks off those left behind. Stumbling across this village has given the group an idea of where the rest of the enemy forces are hiding. A clear footpath from the village takes them north, up into the mountains. As they get to the foot of the mountain, the trail clearly shows this to be where they are hiding, up in the caves. The group decides to rest in the woods near the cave entrance, exchanging watches in camp and near the footpath. However, during the night, one of the scouts watching the path falls asleep on his watch, missing the stream of goblins and kobolds that slipped out into the night in the direction of Lumbridge. As the group learns of this in the morning, Karam, one of the top apprentices of the fighter's branch, takes a scout into the woods and doesn't return with him. The rest of the group decides it's best not to press for what happened. Following the trail of footsteps, the group finds a long switchback that leads up into the mountains. During the journey up, a boulder comes crashing down, killing a few more members of the group. They reach the top to find another ogre, this one chained to the rocks outside of the cave entrance. Not being able to move makes the ogre quick work for the group to handle, and they venture inside the caves. Through the winding tunnels in many rooms of this cave system, they come across many different goblins and kobolds. Some are guards, some are farmers, some are sleeping, but many are missing. They can't risk these creatures alerting the others of their presence and finish off any group that they come across, traveling deeper into the mountain. Eventually, they decide to capture a kobold and question it, asking it where its leader is. The kobold gives the group directions, only to have its jaw broken in half by Imsh, another member of the fighter's branch. He chooses to keep the kobold alive to keep them on the right path, however. The kobold directs them to a shortcut a path that leads out onto a ledge that will allow them to bypass much of the internal caves. Unfortunately, Imsh slips on the narrow path and falls over the ledge, taking the kobold with him. The cliff face opens up and creates a platform that the group decides to take another rest on. Towards morning, the group of enemies that had left the previous day are heard marching back, and the group makes their way through the rest of the cave, following the directions given by the kobold before. They come to a large cave with a pool of lava in it, as well as the large statue of a dragon. The remaining members of the group gather their composure and make their way into what they believe to be their final room. Inside, there is a gathering of kobolds, led by one that is more than double the others in size, wielding a menacing battle axe. Though a few come near to death, they are able to fight off all the creatures in this room, and Kanina carries the axe back to Riven. They decide to head back to Lumbridge first to see how the rest of their group is faring. The enemies that had left the previous day are found to have attacked Lumbridge, but with the help of those left behind, they were able to keep the villagers safe. After some warm food, the group heads back to Riven, still leaving a few behind in case there is another attack, since not every creature had been killed in the caves. On the journey back to the city, a group of roaming bugbears runs into the group, and Karam ends up losing his life. They decide to take his body back to the city for a proper burial, since he had acted as one of the leaders along the way. Upon returning to the city, the group meets with the guildmasters once again. They present the guildmasters with Karim's body to see it put properly to rest. The leaders are then handed the axe to inspect, only for them to recoil in the amount of evil energy coming off of it. They have the group leave the axe with them to investigate and learn what they can about it and its origins. At this point, the group is released and told they are free to do their own thing while they conduct their investigation. They choose to head north to Sterengeld to investigate some of the dwarven items they had come across in the caves. Hello, and welcome to the Adventures in Aurelia Nightwatch. We will be going over the first arc of the Aurelian Epic Campaign. Everyone, introduce yourselves.
1: I'm Krista, and I play as Ariel, who
2: is a favored soul sorceress.
3: I'm Chris, and I play as Rem, a human paladin.
2: I'm Chantel. I play Kanina, a Tiefling
4: sorceress. And I'm Caitlin. I play Nixie, a gnome bard. And I'm
0: Damien, and I'm the DM. So this was a pretty long arc for us. We've been working on this for what?
2: Five months.
0: Okay, five months. Someone actually actually knows I when. I did
2: do the date. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so Dear God. half a year. <clears throat> it didn't
2: feel that long to me, though. It's
3: because you're enjoying yourself. Um, well, th-
2: that- We started uh, March 11th, and we went to August 11th wow so, yeah exactly L- literally five
0: months then <laughs> wow
2: oh, the 11th to the 11th yep wow so
0: i mean we could go back to the beginning where we all started in the town of riven being attacked by an outside force not one of my best sessions
3: <laughs> every session session is a learning session
0: well, I was sick, and I wasn't as prepped for it as I wanted to be. That's when we be. had the plague. And yeah, I wanted I it to too. be, like, <laughs> like, more epic from the start and many regrets.
2: Well, I'll be honest. I actually kind of liked it. This is more what I expected from the MiaVet campaign when we first started that. Like, kind of launching into it as more of a group, you know? Like, kind of going off and adventuring into the world kind of thing. Sort of that's... So that kind of was more my traditional expectation of a D&D campaign. So it, it did meet that as far as that went. Which
0: makes a lot of sense because that was kind of the tagline for yeah. the Aurelian <laughs> epic is uh-huh. this is a more traditional uh-huh. D&D campaign. <laughs> whereas the Miavet story is like... Small, condensed, even though you guys are in a massive city. Mm-hmm. That
3: we've explored almost nothing of. <laughs> like yeah, two like, or three like shops. One, one city block
0: <clears throat> and someone's manor.
4: That's because they wanted us to, like, lay low, because mm-hmm. we just escaped yeah. from jail. Well, mm-hmm. also,
0: when you think about it, the Mia Vette story story takes place over, like, three days.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We're still supposed to be laying low. But- well, I
3: mean... How how record keepers? How long has the adventure taken? Technically, the five month long adventure. How many days has it been?
0: It's it's been at least <sighs> like a week. Let's see. I think it's been my notes f- are over there five or so <clears throat> days. Yeah, so I mean, because there there was a bit of travel time. Yeah. I mean, it it's... started
2: yeah on the evening of the eighth of Bellinis, and I think it went to the thirteenth. I believe. Yeah, so about five days. Five days. days. So, I mean,
3: like, that, I mean, in real world time, that's pretty quick. Mm-hmm. It took us a long time to cover those five days. but
0: took a long time. (laughs) to took a very very short distance.
3: So basically we're (laughs) averaging about a day a month. Day
0: a month. month. In all
1: fairness, we didn't get to meet up every week either.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we did take like a month off. Yeah, Mm -hmm. at one point. But we'll be getting back to the MiaVet story soon. Mm -hmm. And we'll see where the adventure takes you guys. We did get a... New mission, and we'll cover that when we are ready to start up the Miavet story arc, too. Yeah, we're I'm here to talk so about the Aurelian so. campaign right now.
1: The first thing I will say when we come back to that story is... Ariel will be taking a flea bath. <laughs> That's this story. Yeah, when yeah, we so get back to it. Oh,
3: she's, I thought she said that story, and she was talking about the Miavet. No,
1: this story. When we get back to gonna this get, story. You're going to go get dipped? Yeah, she's going to find some... Or just admit to someone
2: that you need to like see a cleric. On that note, did she actually uh, roll well for that? Are we allowed to know that? <laughs> or is that secret?
0: Roll well for what? You had you a really like good constitution me roll. check.
2: One of the very and then you last didn't thing.
1: say anything. Mm-hmm. You said okay.
0: Oh, uh, I don't have my binder with me, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure she rolled pretty low.
1: Mhm. I didn't keep track. I didn't. I, I
3: thought she I... I rolled high because there was like no concept.
2: I don't know. My binder's up there. I thought she rolled like mediocre or something. Well,
1: see. the the one that keeps the notes the best is looking it up.
2: <laughs> yeah, you rolled yeah. fourteen.
1: A four. So I rolled like average.
2: Yeah.
3: Did we miss any loot? I
1: have to make sure that wasn't one of my. Was questions. there
3: something in the toilet room <laughs> besides feces and urine? <laughs>
0: Well, before we get to the cave itself We've got a lot I to mean, cover before we get to the cave. I, mm-hmm. I mean you you were introduced to the, the adventuring guild of Sival. You spent a very short time there and mm-hmm. were recruited. Forcibly. I mean, like, but before you guys actually <laughs> speak for yourself like get to
1: I was forcibly
0: the main part of the story. Like what did you think leading up to it? The starting At Riven, the way this campaign opened up, getting into Lumbridge and all of that before you actually get to the cave system.
5: Mm -hmm.
3: I felt like, I mean, the battle scene, though cool being a big battle like that, being such a low level made it very difficult.
4: Yeah, it
1: was hard. Um, Because there was, I mean,
3: like, I know, like, you know, like, we don't have a lot to to do and there's a big battle. But it was like, you know, I felt just like the guy, the NPC next to me because like, okay, I can walk forward with my shield and swing my sword because I have no spells and the people in the wall are shooting bows and arrows because they only have spells that go, like, 30 feet.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So it it, it, felt, it felt very uh, small for a large-scale battle. It's more like I was only concerned about the, the small groups in front of me.
0: Yeah, and that's a thing that's often recommended for running a larger-scale battle, too, is having the PCs only be a small focus of the large battle. But like I said, there's a lot of things that I wish I would have done differently through that. I mean, we did, I mean, to, to go real meta on this, we did have a conversation about whether or not we wanted to redo the beginning of this campaign. Yeah. Yeah.
3: And I
5: was fine like, with what
0: happened. I, yeah, I like the happening. way we did it. Yeah, but like to, to get real meta with how things are is we as a group actually had a conversation about I wasn't the happiest with how that went. Do we want to redo it? Did you guys think it was as bad as I thought it was?
3: Well, I mean, as an opening session for the group, I thought it was okay. It was just mm-hmm. because, of, you know, being at a low level. Like, if we, were, if we were level fives or sixes, it would be a little bit different than starting at level two. Oh well, yeah,
0: but fives or sixes, you guys shouldn't be dealing with goblins anymore. Well, no, but, I mean, like, we could have been you're, dealing you're with... But like, it was so an army like, of like, goblins. at that point. And you had mm-hmm. a small army.
2: Hmm. Well, yeah. what, would, what would you have done differently if we had decided to scrap this entire first session? Uh,
0: if we scrapped the opening battle, I wouldn't have done a large-scale battle just straight up i wouldn't have done a large-scale battle i wouldn't have like recon came back all of the uh the what you guys left with 25 ish npcs NPCs. that no one cared about and that were way too much to deal with on my end of things
3: well i mean like i think if i had been in the same position as you were with the battle i wouldn't have had it in an open field either like, I would have had the goblins already possibly in, like, the city streets of the slumming area so that it's more confined.
0: The hard thing with that is Riven is completely covered with a wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So infiltrating the city on that level, I mean, that's what they were going for. Right. But to actually infiltrate the city on that level would have been... Big.
3: Difficult. Yeah. Hmm. But, but, I mean, like, that's, like I said, it's just, everybody's going to run different. Yeah. Just being in the big field, it makes it difficult... Because like you know, like we're trying to direct as the players, the NPCs sort of into a format group. There was no command structure for the NPCs. It was not like there was a general telling them what to do, and we were kind of following along.
0: That's exactly what you were. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you, I, I like set you up to be the leader of this this group. Mm-hmm. Oh, I understand.
1: He took did. it on.
0: Yep. Did he? Kind of. He begrudgingly, think there, was, there was anybody there. So, well, no, I mean, like, there was
3: nobody. Off? There was no like NPC general saying, "Okay, we're gonna set up this," and then Rim was aiding with that. rim was taking the spot of telling, "Okay, all these people, hey, we're gonna do this," and them going, "We're gonna do what?"
2: Yeah, you literally got saddled with a bunch of green hordes, and they told you, "This is your problem." It was just like, <laughs> okay. Well, like Rem's backstory
0: is, oh yeah, I is understand. like general of a fort.
3: But yeah, he was also a general of a, a trained military force, not a bunch of
0: failed general <laughs> Hey, hey.
3: I'm
0: sure that'll that'll come up eventually. I thought you were just
4: retired. No, no he
0: failed. <laughs> no one's asked him about his history. Hey. I don't think you'd be very I don't open think no about one's his, comfortable
2: like, edit his Comfortable talking to him. No. Yeah, he didn't want to become a part of our group that was adventuring. I highly doubt he would want to talk to us about his personal. He's not history. He's so Such grouchy. An
3: Adventurer though, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, he he's, might become one, but, but, but he's
2: working on it. <laughs> he's
3: well, grouchy just, and he bossy, grouchy.
1: and he only really talks is when he's like commanding people to do things.
3: Because he was told to. Mm-hmm. He's like, you're gonna take this group of like people out, and we're gonna make you in charge. And he's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be in charge. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Well, it's gonna be you and that guy. Well, I'm just yeah. saying, the party girl, members.
1: Yeah. The party members aren't comfortable with talking to him.
3: Yeah, of his but that's also, personality. He, he's very hard-edged until you get to know him.
2: Speaking of leaders <clears throat> and that kind of thing, did you expect uh, Karim to play as much of a role as he did in being like a leader person? Nope, but I tried my hardest not to let him be, but everyone kept kept building him up.
3: But that made his death so epic. Yeah, his death like,
2: was actually... I yeah. think as far as like
3: almost every encounter we had, all of them had their interesting things but that three bugbear encounter right at the end which was was it completely random was it just like a role that you know my role being bad and then you rolled for what
0: they were that encounter was interesting it started off with your role being bad
5: mm-hmm.
0: and that's where the one bugbear came from and the one bugbear wasn't enough of a challenge so i decided to add a couple more in the next round
3: <laughs> and i thought that was epic
0: mm-hmm. like
3: all of a sudden, like. Getting hit and almost dying as any character is like, oh crap!
0: Yeah. And I mean, one of the one of the nice things is is you guys did care at least a little bit about Carim to the point where it's like, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> yeah,
3: like, but that's what I mean, like, because he had been built so much even as an NPC, like, even though you didn't want to build him,
0: mm-hmm.
3: his death, as far as like our interactions, meant way more than like when uh, Dorn died. Mm-hmm. Dorn was just a hassle for
0: Fuck Dorn. I know. Dorn was literally like the first meme of this campaign, <laughs> the Immortal torch
3: <laughs> But that was what was funny it was like, you know, Dorn died and nobody cared. Uh Imsh died and we cared a little bit, obviously. Yeah, well, obviously Aerie cared, more about, cared about the... more about the map. But
0: cared cared care more dying. about the, the enemy that died. Yeah.
3: Yeah, dying though actually <laughs> affected the party. Mhm. Like everybody was like, "Oh my God, right. he died!"
2: Well, we were talking about his future, like having him posted at Lumbridge yeah, like, as like the a he had he
3: had a future that if that hadn't happened, we might have run into I him think as later the characters. The only
0: character, like NPC wise, that I could kill and devastate people as much would be Baron. No,
2: <laughs> no. That would be funny. Yeah, I was I was I don't thinking know, I, he <clears throat> might have not survived the battle when we got by I rolled Lumbridge. For it. I rolled for how bad did you Lumbridge really? Was.
0: Uh-huh.
3: I I kind of wonder what, did you what roll? would happen. An eighteen. I kind of wonder what would happen if Gimbal died.
2: It feels like he's one of those main characters. Yeah. Well, no, but that's like, I he think is be enough.
3: Yeah, like we would be like, hey, he died. Like, that's funny. But at the same time, be like, you know, he did actually do quite a bit of damage. And he he, he was did actor. actually kill all it's those like, things.
0: Like, um, Gimble died. That him. little shit. Yeah. That <laughs> little shit did a lot to, like, get Still us to where we are now. Because
4: yeah, yeah. Nixie, like, Nixie was Kind of getting to be friends with him, as mm-hmm. but it was like a
2: friendly rivalry.
0: No. Yeah, Love, friendly
4: yeah. rivalry. That's mm-hmm. a good way to put it. Yeah. A frenemy. Yeah, yeah.
0: Not even really the enemy side of it. Just, <clears throat> just yeah. kind of a. You're oh, Gimbal, <laughs> We're still, we're still cool, right?
3: But see, I kind of. But wonder... don't try to
0: jack my kills. Yeah, yeah. that was funny. <laughs> I Ariel still...
1: liked to tell Gimbal that. Nixie's still better. <laughs> I still kinda of wonder,
3: like, though, if like this, you know, as we progress through this campaign, what if Gimbal shows up later? Like Damien was saying earlier that he's already kind
0: of created him as a keep character. Keep him with us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean but we could even run as you him. guys leave, R- Riven is where you guys started, and for the time being, Gimbal has no reason to leave Riven. Mm-hmm.
3: But it'd be interesting to find him outside of Riven if we ever did too. <clears> like all of a sudden running a guy like you see this. Small, gnomish figure killing three or four bugbears by himself on a hill. Who is that? <laughs> Who is Gimble? you know? You know that, man.
0: I know him. I guess someone on the size of the bugbear's head is just leaping from bugbear to bugbear, slicing their heads off.
3: <laughs> and cheering.
0: One, two, three. <laughs>
3: um, but going back to the beginning of the campaign... Uh... <coughs> I felt like, I mean, like, <laughs> we lost a little bit of time to a shopping episode mm, that you guys really. all went and that bought. We bought big, potions, but that was
1: very quick. Well,
3: it was that was one of the episodes that where Damien still wasn't feeling very well, so we didn't yeah. do much beyond that. Like, it was very short. I think, episode. yeah, I think
0: in general that session was short. Not mm-hmm. Not yeah. so much just the episode, but the session was one of the shortest ones that we've had. Yeah,
2: because yeah. I remember Kanina was actually pretty straightforward. She was running around the guild for most of the day, and then she went over and grabbed some because Nixie told her to. Because... No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which was very good, too, because I Ariel told Nixie, before. too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It uh, passed through the whole <laughs> system there.
0: But then you guys left Lomb- You You guys routed the attacking army, and were sent on your, like, elite strike force mission and left Riven for <laughs> the tiny logging village of Lumbridge. And along the way, you had at least one pretty interesting encounter along the way. The bears? The bears. Yeah. <laughs> that was
4: awesome.
3: I do wonder, in the when we were routing them, and there was the fireball that basically killed the entire goblin camp, you said there was one big dude in there that died. He, just, he basically got nuked. Were you expecting, like, if he hadn't gotten Newton, That were you expecting him to be a bigger fight for us?
0: Not at all. Okay. Hmm. I mean, statistically-wise, that was a goblin boss, which is like a CR 1 or 2. Mm. I think they have, like, 25 or so hit points. Hmm. Yeah, but he got—he
3: actually got crit or whatever.
0: It wasn't just crit, it was Beery's the one that used her fireball mm-hmm. and is a little bit higher level than you guys <laughs> oh, are. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and... I mean, as, as you guys finally figured out by the end of the camp... Actually, as you just found out today, Chris, you could have literally just gone around punching most of these creatures and they would have died.
1: Mm-hmm. No wonder you kept telling me to use the cleric to with melee yeah. damage. Well, well, that was also that that's because she's better. a melee
4: fighter. <laughs> yes,
3: she's not a caster.
1: <laughs> it's not good to hand me a melee fighter when I've never used one before. <laughs> which,
0: <laughs> which is funny time. because melee fighters are literally easier than a spellcaster. Like you are doing
4: back everything backwards <laughs> for a beginner D and D player.
3: Yeah, you're playing the harder yeah. characters to play.
4: You're playing a caster in a homebrew. That is the From, complete use, opposite using, of beginning D&D.
3: Yeah, using, using unearthed arcana. Yeah, a yeah. playtest play caster. That's
2: true.
1: <laughs> I'll be a pro by the end of this. Yeah.
0: <laughs> maybe I'll be a competent DM by the end of this. Everybody's learning it.
3: But I mean, like, it was... It, I didn't even... The, the whole reason I started trying, like, the bonus kick was I found out I could use an unarmed strike as a bonus action. I'm not a fighter, so I don't get two attacks like you do, but anybody can use their bonus action for an unarmed strike. And I was like, well, if I can wound them or something and then possibly kick them for one damage, I could possibly kill them. Hmm. I didn't realize that my unarmed strikes would still do enough damage to kill most of them (laughs) straight out. I could
0: literally just kick them in the balls to death.
1: Hmm. (laughs) That would be so fun. I'll have to keep that in mind.
4: (laughs) So kick them in their heads, explode. You you guys,
0: think about that bear encounter.
4: Mm hmm.
3: It was interesting, especially considering later a bear basically bitch-slapped Ariel out of her armor.
4: It's because Nixie wasn't around. <laughs> Obviously,
3: it was one of the bears Nixie talked to. Mm. No, those bears left. Yeah. What, yeah, but w- I thought they were going to tell their kin that we were traveling. That was, yeah. like, less Let's than 12 hours way. after.
0: Because mm. the- th- those bears were going... East, no, those bears were going west, and you guys had gone east. You yeah, guys we went the opposite, opposite way. direction, right. different path. <laughs> <coughs> also, I think I, I think canon wise, I made it a different type of bear too. Oh, was huh. it a
1: bugbear? Was it, a bear- it
0: was, it a, bear. a bear? it was a
3: bear. It was a bear. Bear. A bugbear is like a big goblin.
0: I big, know,
1: but goblin. it was so long ago, I don't remember. It had. I remember the word bear in it. <laughs> the
3: yes. So no, the bugbear that the we
2: encountered almost was, killed I love me. Bug bears. <laughs>
3: yeah, and then I killed it.
2: Uh huh. Well, everybody kind of so gang-banged it to death, and they just all kind I of ran in I hope we didn't. <laughs> they all literally ran in, and I think one of us rolled, and they all shot it at once. So it literally just got impaled from all sides and died or something.
3: And you were still looking for mushrooms.
2: I wasn't looking for mushrooms. I was looking herbs. for herbs. <laughs> With
1: me. Any. Yeah. I didn't get any. No, the <laughs>
0: mushrooms came up later.
1: Yes. I do have mushrooms.
3: Yeah, the, the fungal forest <laughs> things that the goblins eat.
1: No, I found mushrooms along the way. They're, re- they're an ingredient for some sort of potion recipe. Huh. I have it written down in my...
3: Huh. In the notes that are in front of you?
1: No, it's off. Uh-huh. <laughs> mm.
0: Then we got to Lumbridge. Yes. Tiny little logging village that probably nobody remembers other than the fact that that is where the DM convinced you to leave behind half of the NPCs so he could actually manage the game. <laughs> yeah. Well managed.
1: Mm-hmm. And Ariel was wearing somebody else's clothing. Hmm.
3: For hmm. a long time. And then
1: she she still is, put actually. put a flea wrap on. Yeah, mm-hmm. she still is, except for yeah, the goblin, goblin blanket. blanket.
3: Probably used to wipe his own
1: butt. <laughs> he was sleeping in it. It was like a sleeping Doesn't bag. Doesn't mean he's not
3: using it to wipe his own butt. He's a goblin. Mm-hmm.
1: Goblins do they not know the filth. rule that
4: you don't shit where you eat.
1: Well, Ariel doesn't know much either of
0: that sort of thing.
3: She reads a lot. She would probably know.
0: But yeah, you guys got into mm-hmm. Lumbridge, and through there, the only like big thing you guys encountered was kind of an idea of where the goblins may have maybe been coming from, sort of, and then learning about a character that you never found. Yeah, so.
3: the druid. The, the... We kept an eye out for him, but like you had said, like he moves around a lot. So without physically going to track him, with no real ability to, like,
0: yeah, I think I think a lot it of how I was like writing an that was find. was either people weren't trying to roll enough, like survival checks, to try and find tracks of him, or just weren't rolling well enough when they did.
2: Did you <laughs> expect us to run into him? Was he supposed to be like a big character for us? Third encounter?
0: No, mm-hmm. I mean. He had existed in the past when we tried running this campaign once before. We
3: did run into him at times. He yeah, just
4: I mean. showed us where the goblin camp was, and then he disappeared. Oh. Yeah. I he don't
2: remember that. So he wouldn't have been a
4: big... He helped kill a couple because we huh. messed up our ambush. And he was just like, I didn't sign up for this, and
0: then he fucked Bailed. off. Yeah. <sighs> Old hermit in the woods. <laughs>
3: but then we, we did run into... Uh, that goblin slash ogre camp, which yeah, I think I think we handled very of, well. Yeah.
4: That was awesome.
2: Mm-hmm. A combination another of thaumaturgy and what was the other one you used?
0: Uh, thaumaturgy and Minor Illusion. Minor Illusion, yeah. Minor
4: illusion, yeah. yeah. yeah I, used... I don't have any of my I stuff know. in How front like, of me.
0: Another <laughs> instance of being creative and the DM going, yeah, that's cool.
3: <laughs> Works.
0: Do that. Yeah we saved ourselves.
2: Roll for it do it.
3: Yeah, we we didn't have to fight several goblins and an ogre. No, I
0: think by the time that the ogre was done there were like three, three or three four or goblins four left, yeah. and mm-hmm. you guys were able to just go. I think you just you said guys... we killed him. Yeah. I, 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 I said go like cinematically because they were already like already damaged. Uh-huh. You guys outnumbered them at that point, like twelve like to like two one. or three to one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
4: So d- would it have been like up to a roll on the um the ogre actually falling for it?
0: Oh, it was a roll. He did roll. Yeah, but was it like,
4: was it a difficult one?
0: Uh, Ogres are pretty stupid, so it (laughs) was a pretty easy one for you guys to beat. Because I think it was like, I think when you guys read it off, they needed to make a DC 12 or 13 to know that it was an illusion or something. Mm -hmm. And ogres have like a minus one or a minus two, and I think I rolled a like eight. To oh, begin wow. With. So, yeah, everything just lined up to, yeah. So, our this, creativity
4: just really paid off. Yeah.
3: It's a beautiful D&D moment.
4: hmm
0: And I love when people want to come up with stuff like that. It's it's how the bear encounter was, too. Yeah. Where... Yeah, you get to talk speech. to them. And those bears weren't even necessarily hostile to begin with. Yeah. Well,
5: they no, were rallying at us and approaching. They
4: were it. defensive. Yeah. They weren't hostile, they were just being defensive because the goblins had been bugging them as well.
0: Well, not just that, you guys rolled up with like 25 people. <laughs> yeah. Torches blazing. But on a
3: human path. <laughs> not like we were in the middle of the woods. But we, we
0: were. And I'm sure if you guys were just like, but on oh, no, a we're, path. Gonna, we're gonna stop here, we're gonna wait, we're gonna see what they're gonna do. They probably would have left.
3: We did do that, but, we were stopped and waiting. Yeah, and and they started
0: then... to approach us, and I was like, uh... Oh, and that's what Nixie's just like.
2: Nixie to the rescue! Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go
0: talk to these guys.
2: <laughs> Nina noticed oh, none of it.
3: <laughs> I think the fact that Nixie turned around and was like, "You guys got that right?" And we're
0: like, "What?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you were growling at the bears." <laughs> they I'm were curious, growling. Is that when you how and I were like? Works like in the actual like canon of the world. Like Beast Spake is is Nixie actually just. Ever- <laughs> I've I've heard or is people so. talking and they happen to understand. I've
4: heard people play it both ways. That you're still speaking common, they just suddenly have the ability to understand, but only you and also that you all of a sudden are speaking the animal's language.
5: Hmm.
4: So I like yeah, the, the idea I, of speaking the animal's language. Yeah, I think I think Nixie would just be like grunting and growling at him. Hmm.
0: Or it could be like there, Nixie's other... Nixie just out there. Just... It means nothing to the bears other <laughs> than the fact that she's meaning to get this message across.
4: Actually, does anyone have a book handy?
0: Yeah, he's got. This. I have a handy app.
4: Well, it's Speak with Small Beasts, not Speak with
0: Animals. Ah, oh. which I thought you had Speak with Small with Animals.
4: I thought I used Speak with Small. I have both.
0: i I don't
3: think a bear counts as a small animal
0: (laughs) that's true i I, see yeah
4: you speak with animals then yeah so speak with animals is you verbally communicate and comprehend it doesn't so it
0: doesn't doesn't specify yeah
3: you could be speaking common to them and they're growling back at you yeah
4: but speak with small beasts is um gestures and like body language Mm -hmm.
2: Hyperventilate, blink your
5: eyes
4: really fast. Yeah, <laughs> pretty
5: much. <laughs> you
3: Dr. Doolittle, them. <laughs> All right, so we made it to Lumbridge. We made it to no, the first Goblin Camp. No, we made it to the camp. camp. Okay, so in that there. first game ca- oh, I was going to ask you, um, when you when we were just like, hey, we want to loot the, the camp, and you're pulling out cards, are you just pulling randomly, or do you select specific cards?
0: Um, the way that I actually did that for this part of the campaign, because it's the first time that we've been using the loot cards, is I went through the decks that I got and, like, curated a list, and then the deck that I'm using is actually just a small portion of all the cards that I have. Okay, so it's so just, like, what those we are, might find anywhere. At the yeah, random so Random
4: of the hand-picked.
0: Yeah, it's, it's it's like, a random curated list. That's why... Very occasionally I'll pull something and decide that it just doesn't fit and put it back at the bottom. Okay.
3: Well, I didn't know if, like, you were just, like randomly like we'd say okay we loaded and you like roll for your investigation okay they rolled well enough that I'll pick two cards for that
0: usually that's what I'm doing or if
3: you're like okay this is what's in a room do they find all of these kind of things
0: in this instance I didn't build anything that was in this room there is this I more just was really going for the like improv style of here is some items why are they here
3: okay yeah because I just thought it was funny that we basically all found a pendant
0: That's just because those are common, and especially, you know, goblins that would be, like, raiding villages and stuff. Jewelry! That's a very common thing to grab.
3: Yeah.
0: And you guys also found some lockets. And And we also found chests
3: full of gold, silver, and copper. And Mm -hmm. gems. Money. Yes.
4: I, I still think it's funny that I thought that the stone locket was literally like a rock cut in half like for a, a really like long a time. Geode. <laughs> Just, just a rock, <laughs> like painted on the inside.
0: And instead, I like tried the to Flintstones the version. Like very. said it was very like artisanally crafted dwarven soapstone necklace. Yeah, I, I was
4: just thinking like rock <laughs> cut in half, very crudely Words. made.
0: Yeah, goblin. It's just like. Hey, boss, man a rock. <laughs> he threw it
3: down and cracked directly in half, and he's like, cool. <laughs>
0: hey, boss, I, I made you this locket.
3: <laughs> Were those specifically chosen? No. Okay. Because, like, those are leading us into the next phase, so it mm-hmm. does to work out.
2: Possibly. Yeah. If we decide to go that route. that's
3: <laughs> well, kind of where we had decided to head. Oh, you yeah. wanted to be on a boat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was
0: really just trying to open it up to give you, I mean, there's... There's a direction for this campaign that I had in my head that is not at all where you guys are going. <laughs> <laughs> I Literally didn't... getting on a boat and going the opposite direction.
3: So he wanted us to go south.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's just the plan that I had when <laughs> I was thinking through things. Well, no, that's fine. What south? Uh, south would take you to the port city of Thumeria.
2: Mm. I was thinking toward the ocean. <laughs> they but really no. want to be on a boat. Yeah, boats, islands <laughs>
0: Well, when you have enough gold to buy a ocean-worthy vessel They're I very think expensive. that's a couple thousand gold Yeah,
3: I think that's better spent on like a bag of holding mm.
0: 10,000 gold
3: 2,000
4: 2,000?
3: That's what it that was percent? last well, time
2: Was it a 1,000?
3: Nope, it 2,000 It's was in 2, my other gold. binder
0: notes huh. I think the item it's value itself notes. is given a 1,000 gold value uh, mm.
2: okay.
3: But the shop was being sold for two Oh
0: well, yeah <laughs> Where else you gonna find a bag of holding?
2: <laughs>
3: Wizard's tower.
2: Speaking of which, was there a bag of holding somewhere in this campaign we haven't come across yet?
3: Not come yeah.
0: across. You guys never did any like shopping.
2: <laughs> you true. guys
0: went to the potions. We bought spells. Yeah. Well, I we only had potions. like a hundred gold. Yeah. So. Yeah, we yeah. didn't
1: have a lot to spend. Small starter. I think now. I spent we... most of mine on the two yeah, potions, potions I got. I think I've
3: got mm-hmm. like two hundred. Still don't have thousand
0: gold between. Yeah, I think I've got
3: like two hundred and fifty.
4: Or
0: mm-hmm. you might. You might be able to scrounge up literally all of your gold. Yeah. And then you'll have to figure out how to pay to get on the boat to leave. We need to...
3: I thought that the adventuring guild was paying that.
0: I have 286. Yeah, so I guess together you would have enough. Barely. No, you'd have enough to start a bargaining session. <laughs> and hope that the shopkeep is like, Okay, I'm never going to sell this for 2000
3: so, after the the camp and then the sleeping and Karen beating the shit out of the, uh, the I two.
0: loved I loved listening to everyone's like interpretations He'd of what happened them. there and literally from the start I never had that guy dead. Mm-hmm.
1: I thought they were dead. I
0: didn't I know. He I, that's why was I dead
4: to Karen. I didn't is, say anything. Is
1: because the
3: I was going to say, is the one that, um, oh, what was his name? The leader of the Blades. He took a guy off after the battle. Meehan. Yeah. Is that guy dead?
0: That guy's dead.
2: <laughs> oh.
3: so, the one that almost caused death?
2: Yeah, because Meehan did say he would kill them instead of... <laughs> I would have killed them. Uh,
3: but upon pro- approaching the um, the cave, did you have a different thought in mind of how we would do it because i mean going up charging. several yeah, back switching <laughs> lanes ch- like seemed like there wasn't a lot of choices there
0: Mm-mm. um because of the fact that you guys waited until light no that was pretty much how i expected it to go okay. i thought you guys might make an attempt at night to like scale the cliff face try and climb it nah no. But I not have climbing. my potion of climbing it. at that point. I <laughs> got to kill off a couple more yeah, NPCs. It gave me a good opportunity to rocks fall. You die some NPCs. Yeah. <laughs> Did Thanks. you
3: have the the ogre and everything at the top planned?
0: I don't plan a lot. <laughs> <laughs> the ogre at the hmm. goblin camp wasn't planned either, other than the fact that ogres exist in the area and they work with goblins for money. that mm. works. It was fun. And occasionally for slaves. <laughs>
3: chained to the entrance of a cave.
0: Yep. Yeah, big guy. Guard the cave. <laughs>
3: can we see the map of the cave now?
0: You can. <laughs> I can tell you that you guys managed to circumvent about 30% of it. Wow. Let's see. One, two,
2: three.
1: Four,
0: had we not had five, a
1: goblin finally... Seven, or eight, or kobold. Or a kobold finally kind of help us... We probably still, we'd still be wandering. We'd still game. be playing tonight trying to find
2: I have about eleven or
1: twelve ish. Do you actually like can you actually track we where went we down. went? Like
3: did you yeah, write has down that numbers? written down.
1: Yeah. Is the green where we went? The green writing?
0: No, the nope. big red line. <laughs> big red line going oh, through those I hats. See it now.
1: Anything that's
4: crossed out is a room that we went in and cleared out.
3: What was that what's the big room in the upper left hand corner mm-hmm. there?
0: Well, I only actually crossed out the first room because then I was drawing the trail so I knew which room you guys went into.
3: What's the big room in the upper left-hand corner?
2: Can we pass it around? This one? Yeah. The boss room? Oh, okay,
3: so so we did make it it there.
0: Gotta take a picture of it so I can erase it. If it'll actually erase because it's been on there for
2: five months months now.
0: (laughs) It's been soaking
2: in.
3: So did we, like, did we, other than we, we had to, did we backtrack through rooms? Yes. That we'd already previously been through.
0: Well, I don't think you ended up backtracking the full room. You ended up teeing off in the correct mm-hmm. direction when you were backtracking. Yeah, we did oh,
2: backtrack yeah. a couple times when we went to dead-end rooms. I yeah, yeah. didn't have any other... Like, no, there's there's one circle that you guys
0: actually, like, mm-hmm. walked in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> and I believe it was, I presented you with you can go right, or you can go up. And right would have taken you to a room that you had already been in. <laughs> and then you would have found out that you were walking in circles it was actually really entertaining having my version of the map and seeing Chantel try and recreate the map Ooh. just from Ooh. verbal cues and not having like any sense of scale
2: to it yeah it would like a proper
3: thing. survival check like or throughout the thing helped us with like learning the map
0: Possibly, but it really would have only helped with finding out that you're backtracking because you guys had no idea where you were going. Yeah. So it wouldn't have really helped with finding out the map, but it certainly would have helped with... Are we lost? Roll. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> I
2: did find it amusing that after all the painstaking map making I tried to do, we ended up just scaling down the cliff anyways and just leaving that ray, which was even easier because in, in a way that would have been horrifying. I was so afraid of to...
3: getting lost back in those caves yeah. trying to leave.
4: Kill the boss and then just get lost and, and walk in, die and in the cave. I mean,
0: seeing the map, there's a few areas that you could walk in circles in. Yeah, and, like or I easily didn't. get turned around. Be like
3: oh, yeah. the Tom Sawyer thing where they just find us dead in one of the rooms trying to claw our way out.
0: And yeah, the the two cliffs that you guys ran into was actually totally made up on the spot. I had like alternate exits and entrances made up but I hadn't thought of it all how they would fit together until um. you guys went towards one and I was able to kind of figure out how would this work? How can I make this fit the narrative? <laughs> and in the case of one, Imch is dead for it.
1: <laughs>
0: Poor Imch.
3: Because he rolled badly.
0: Poor Kobold. Did he roll like a two?
3: Yeah, he rolled like he a two or really one.
0: He rolled really bad. <laughs>
2: I have Because I'm pretty world. sure
0: that to stay on the ledge, I was only going for, like, a DC 5. So basically I was going with, who's going to roll a crit 1 here and die?
2: Amp- I'm glad die it wasn't though. any of us players, though. want to yeah. compare it to there again? Yeah. Honestly, the start of it wasn't that horrible from what I've seen so far. I haven't gone through the whole thing, though. <laughs> but, yeah.
0: What was written in yellow? Uh... Those may have been farms or kilns. How many things are in yellow?
3: Kilns in brown, uh, kobolds in red, goblins in green, and then there's two, three rooms that have yellow. I think that was farm. You only entered one. No, farm's purple.
0: Purple? If you pass it over, I'll probably be able to decipher it. It's It's been on there so long that it's probably just really faded out. Yeah. Actually give me a room number for one of them because uh, 14 I have or a list. 15
3: it's 14 and 15 right next to each other Oh,
0: sleeping quarters.
3: Oh, okay. We went through one of those. Mhm. Oh, yeah, right there.
2: We heard the sounds of another one.
1: Well, I did get a blanket from one.
0: <sighs> oh, M-3. <Imp-Schulder 3. laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I was like I'm pretty sure I was only going for a DC5 and
3: okay. So had we had we even had a map? We could have basically just circ- like circumvented almost the entire mine by going along the bottom. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm. It is interesting, too, to see how your map kind of goes more horizontal. Mine started going more vertical, <laughs> where I can see that would run into more well, issues. Well, that's, that's
0: one of the things that I realized. But I as as I was watching you draw things, I'm just like, oh, those rooms are going to run into each other, <laughs> and those rooms are, are, are next to each other horizontally. Mm-hmm.
3: And so then, were there any rooms that you thought we would have made it into or something that we never did or we managed to skip well?
0: No. Um, I mean, no. Like, a this whole situation was built to be a straight-up dungeon crawl. Okay. Other than killing creatures, none of the map matters, aside from the final room. Okay. Now, there are some things with it that I wish I had done differently in hindsight, but by the time I had realized it, uh, it was far too late to make any changes.
1: A lot of the questions I have, we've pretty much answered in a roundabout way. So I haven't had to ask him.
2: Right. So, I know yeah. you have a couple on there that you I there, have. There was nothing really major in the caverns we would have faced that we didn't already encounter. Just a no, lot, lot of kobolds. Standard yeah. standard a lot of goblins. goblins. Kobolds, yeah.
0: fight your way through, mm-hmm. wipe out the forces of an enemy army.
3: So by leaving about 30% of it unadventured, how many goblins and kobolds didn't we kill?
0: <laughs> um, total, you guys wouldn't have killed probably 50 of
1: Oh, I have a question. The farmers that were scared, so super-duper scared, huddled in a corner, had we left them alone, would they have came after us?
0: Oh, no, they would have gone out and told people, and you guys would have started being tracked down.
4: So it's a good thing we killed them.
1: Mm -hmm. I guess so. Mm -hmm.
0: But, that was just because that was the narrative I had already given for them, Mm -hmm. um... Like, two sessions before we were over, I had really wished that I had given the narrative that these goblins were basically scared shitless prisoners.
5: hmm Oh.
3: So he would feel instead that later. Of,
0: Instead of cult fanatics. <laughs> But I had already established them as that, even before you guys made it to the cave system. That was why I
4: started attacking them, was because they were just like, No! Toy time! Well,
0: (laughs) the only reason I really wish that I had done it differently was to make it a little bit more morally gray, to have just slaughtered them whenever you encountered them. But I accept that that's exactly how I set them up, was... These guys are cult fanatics. They are going to attack you on sight mm-hmm. in the name of Doitan, their god.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Had we rolled better, was would there have been better prizes? <laughs> <laughs> better not. findings? Well, that was all so we didn't miss anyway. anything?
0: There were things that were somewhat missed but nothing like nothing was planned as a huge keystone item other than the
2: axe. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the axe, what would have happened if I roll lower on my wisdom saving throw? You may find out later. Yeah. Okay. Oh. I don't
3: think we're done with the axe.
1: Secrets for later. Oh boy. Hmm.
0: Well, you guys are also somewhat buying time for Beery to do some research on the axe. <laughs>
3: So, um, as the DM, was there anything that you thought we should have done that we never did, or anything that we surprised you with?
0: Well, you guys are full of surprises, yeah. <laughs> and we've covered a couple of them, especially the clever handling of a couple of the encounters. Um, not really anything that, like, I think you guys should have done differently, or that I necessarily would have done differently, especially trying to think of it from a player's perspective without having the inside knowledge, because of course, like, insider knowledge like you were talking about earlier, yeah, just hug the south end of this. Don't go (laughs) deep into this cave system. Don't get lost.
3: Well, after seeing that cave system, my head was like a literal mirror image of it. I thought we were going to the right, basically, instead of the left.
4: I had no clue. Okay. <laughs> I was that's, that's so what I tried lost. To keep with cardinal I was really lost directions Instead too. of lefts and
0: rights. Yeah, but
3: I mean, with cardinal directions, it's so hard like to think three rooms back what direction we turned because I wasn't taking physical notes.
2: Yeah, we weren't drawing it out. Yeah. About. Well, even drawing it out proved not to be effective. Yeah. <laughs> no, because I mean,
3: especially when like the he would you know like there was times that we were in a cave so it wasn't like you know here's a room straight line to the next room straight mm-hmm. into the next room it was like. Okay, this cave comes in at a slight northwest and then turns to the east, you know, like mm-hmm. like curving tunnels would have ruined me.
1: Mm. I was completely lost because even in the real world, people trying to give me directions, <laughs> even based on locations <laughs> that I know where they are, I'm lost. So yeah. a pretend made up. Map that I've never seen did not help.
2: (laughs) I I do think that will be a a benefit in the future when we start actually having our grid laid out again and seeing the actual room as it's drawn. Like on the table or something. That
1: would have been
3: really difficult to do though, like in this, because it would have been him basically erasing and redrawing a room Mm -hmm. every couple of like five minutes or so. And that's
0: why I Mm -hmm. just kind of gave up with it because (laughs) of the recording style that we were going for. It was just like impossible Mm -hmm. to work with the microphone and the laptops and the books and everything. It's just like, we well, yeah. don't have enough room here for all You would need, like, yeah.
3: individually drawn pages. Be like, well, okay, I need 15 now.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, it wouldn't be that hard to digitize the map you made and then just resize it and print out as we go or something. But, yeah, I see where we didn't have the room on that table, especially to do it. So uh, so, what were the guildmasters up to when we were gone? Was there anything interesting going on when we were gone? Or what were their thoughts that on our whole expedition? Um, for the most part,
0: the guild masters were really trying to buy time to see if you guys would ever come back. They were definitely worried about another attack on the town. They were all getting drunk. <laughs> uh, they, they were trying to, because they had sent quite a few people with you. And as you guys know, there were a couple people that were just like, I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. I am not getting involved in that. So they had some work to do back at the guild to try and whip the the less driven adventurers into shape. Just be like right. This is literally what you're here in training for is to like kill evil creatures. Mm-hmm. You are part of an adventurer's guild. Mm-hmm. Like are you ever going to take a job when we have something that's like um. Yeah, werewolves are attacking the city like on a regular basis. Can can we get some people hired to, to go take care of this? everyone's like I only
3: do possessions.
0: Yeah, and everyone at the guild is just like
2: werewolves. I uh, we don't do werewolves. Sorry, we're not. We're not the protagonists here. We don't deal with that. <laughs> I still like.
3: I still like being called the elite squad. To go out and take care of this. It's like, yeah, we're we're the elite squad well, of level Riven, three.
0: At least for Riven you are.
3: That's terrible.
0: Well, you're in a relatively <laughs> useful <Excuse peaceful you. laughs> area. Also, you've got to remember, at level three, you guys are, like, the shit for a small area. Well, yeah. Like, I don't have the scale with me, but there's a scale of, like, what level are you and... Where does that place you in the world where like level 5 is like hero and level 10 is like basically demigod. Yeah. Level <laughs> 15 and up you are like living gods on earth. Before you reach level 20 and you were just a god. Wish. <laughs> I wish I was a god.
3: Roll a Welcome
0: 20. to <laughs> the god of shit. <laughs> yeah, damn. I've made you a god.
3: Speaking of shit, was there anything in the shit and piss there room? There
0: was no room, and there was nothing in the shit room. Okay. <laughs> or the other shit rooms that you guys didn't hang out in. <laughs> that we almost camped out in. Thank God that didn't happen. <laughs> no, you guys found a nice, cozy ledge to camp
2: out on. Mm-hmm.
3: Yep. And attacked a few goblins
2: threw some people off the edge of the cliff, you know, fun <laughs>
3: stuff. The, the fight at the end with the boss. So the boss was the big guy with Doiton's breath. The
0: boss was the big guy with the large axe. Oh okay. Yes.
3: Well, cause you gave Unnamed us. Unnamed large axe. You gave us <laughs> him and another, uh, uh kobold we'd never seen before carrying a shield and better weaponry. He died relatively easy compared to the other guy, but I was still like, I was torn cause I didn't know how you were playing that. Like, I didn't know if you were giving us two kind of boss level characters to fight so that we couldn't just nuke one with everything we have and win. That's why, like, I was sitting there and I was like, uh, 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 I had a plan and it just went to shit because I can't do what I wanted to do.
0: <laughs> well, I definitely wish I had had more of the larger cobalts that were in that. The um, I used the cobalt dragon shield stat blocks for that. I wish I had done, like, Three of them, along with the like basically general. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because with the way you explained it, I was almost like, is he the smart one that's really leading everything, and this <laughs> is his muscle? That keeps everybody in line. Like, how is this?
0: They were, they were both muscle. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, but I was just like, I mean, oh no. One literally grabbed his axe and then scaled a cliff.
2: That was really awesome. I did like that aspect. Instead of waiting for him to come around or us going to meet him, you know, that he actually l- crawled up the darn wall. That was pretty <laughs> well, cool. Well, i
1: like,
0: <laughs> I'm, I was terrified. Like, okay,
2: they've they've got a ledge. They're not gonna come down from this ledge.
0: Mm-hmm. How do climb whirls work? <laughs> okay, he can basically just climb as long as he takes his time. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he's just gonna use his claws and climb up this cliff face Mm -hmm. and just bring the fight to them.
3: Well, and I mean, especially considering that's his world, it's not like that could be like the first time he's ever climbed that wall Mm -hmm. either.
0: (laughs) And it was all shut down with the the stairs. (laughs) That
3: was the beautiful grapple.
1: Had I been, had my turn been sooner, like the next person. Mm I was so ready to just release these wings that she has but doesn't know yet and just Fly just off. in fear of mm-hmm. losing her her she master No yet. No, but in
2: fear of just I think of losing yeah the leader person Kanina. <laughs> yeah, you're
1: technically her master leader mm-hmm. journeyman. Well, I mean you're disciple now. These wings yeah. that she
2: doesn't
0: know of yet. Well, she doesn't
1: yeah. know of them really but I feel that but she in
0: shows, that drive she is to call And to... is worried about being hunted?
2: Well, well, calling to an inner power in that moment of stress or something like that? I guess, does she know like that, that she has them? She, I don't know that I she... feel like if she,
0: she knows she's knows an asthma she's, like, something that could be hunted and tries to cover up her identity... Because, yeah, that's
3: why you've got her in a hood. She doesn't want yeah. people to see her glowing eyes. I feel like
0: if, if she knows that much, then she would know about her... Okay,
1: so I guess it abilities. would be more her wings that she's more afraid to, like, reveal in front of everybody. That she...
3: Even though we all stared at her glowing eyes in the dark.
1: Yeah, but nobody's said anything to her. We're
3: nice. It's not like you're not going
0: to point out somebody's flaw. You're you have you got no spinach no in your team. To her,
1: she <laughs> could still be hiding
2: it. <laughs> well, to Nina. No one's,
0: no one's made any sort of checks to try and figure out what anyone really is that's yeah. kind of different.
2: That's true. Because um, Nina's eyes glow half the time, so it's not really a big deal to her. Yeah. But then also it's... Uh, the fact, um, I have a question about your wings. I haven't really read too much on the Asmars, so is that something you can manifest, or is... Yeah. I know it's not something you have normally, like, because otherwise we would have seen it when you... Are strip they, like everything, ethereal
1: wings? Like Yes. Okay. Something like that, because I don't always have them, Yeah. and they only last for, like, I think it's, like, a minute or something, it's mm. really short, and then I have to have a long rest before I can...
2: Use them again. Or so maybe it's a it's
1: whole like, day. Mm.
0: It's It's a long it's rest. A long rest. Yeah. You guys are really bad about using your long rest and short rest abilities.
1: Hmm. Huh? I'm afraid.
3: I. I keep forgetting which ones recharge. Now that I've got D and D Beyond, it'll be a little easier because it, it literally lists what recharges on those.
1: For me, I have I to don't... have long rest recharge stuff. Yeah, I don't have a short rest. It's just recharge general, or anything.
0: You guys like to hoard your abilities. Oh, we no, were in
3: yeah, an unknown bad. territory with an unknown number of rooms. I didn't want to like just start and people nuking.
0: People are dying. Mm-hmm.
3: I used my I, things to save people.
1: I used up until I had like one or two left on Nettie, and then I had one or two left on Ariel.
0: Netta. And yeah. Yeah, she just gave her a nickname. She's got Nettie. a crush. <laughs> I think
1: I was thinking of her as Netty, but I was, I had to look at the paper to say Netta. Um,
3: I forgot everybody's name.
1: But, of course
0: you did. <laughs> What's but, my name? Uh... <laughs> But yeah, Aurelia? so I used,
1: <laughs> I did use mine. I will say I was disappointed with the color spray. Uh, yeah. That it that worked was, out cool. Yeah, but I think
3: that was also but, my fault because you were showing it to me and I was like, that one looks awesome. Yeah,
1: when we were at home talking about it, so I picked it, but then when I went to use it and reading it out loud, thinking it was something else and then reading out loud and seeing that it wasn't that. Yeah,
3: that it didn't deal damage.
1: Yeah, I was like,
3: we thought I have a like
1: note. A, that says next time we level, mm-hmm. change that one.
3: Well, that was the other thing, is the reason a lot of the times that I didn't use any spells was the spells that I had prepared weren't really all that beneficial. Mm-hmm. I know I could have changed them after long rests, but at the same time, I was like, I can only cast, like, two things or three things. Oh,
0: yeah, you're a paladin, so your big thing is, I smite you! Yeah, <laughs> which is
3: a spell slot. Like, it's was like, mm. mm-hmm. So it's like, if I do that, I can't cure anybody. <laughs> I can't bless anybody. And then things like Hunter's Mark also count as a spell slot for me, Mm -hmm. which I got for being Vengeance. So I'm like sitting there and I was like, well, if I want to use these things, I can't use my other spells. I don't have the freedom to yet. Maybe in a couple of levels, if I get a couple more spell slots.
0: Mm -hmm. It was just amusing to me, especially with the casters that like 95% of their fights are just like...
1: Cantrips? Firebolt? (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: spells, <laughs> Acid Splash? Well, Do don't... you know
2: any first-level spells? Yes. But I only have two of Are them. Are you going to use them? Never. We well, used them. Mostly for mine, I really didn't have anything <coughs> that would have been worth using. Oh, yeah, because oh, yeah, you have fire. fire. fire and we were fighting fire. <laughs> so, um, Kanina in that situation really wasn't that great. <laughs> so, it's like... I was half expecting at some point Kanina just picks up a... Stick and starts
0: hitting people. Sure yeah, it with how having strong having you are. Yeah, went for the <laughs> grapple
3: and both... the final
1: boss. <laughs> yeah, that was great. Oh.
3: Having both as sorceresses too, because they have to stick till they level.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was yeah. a kind of a big deal too. Yeah, we can't there... change out our lo- our spells until that is level.
2: definitely something that I've. There's a couple spells in my inventory that I've never used and probably will never use. So I'm probably going to change them out as soon as we get the chance to. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, not, I think that's kind of funny because you can say that in character is a, a learning experience mm-hmm. for. Nina, she was like, I'll be a fire caster! And then she's like, wait, things are immune to fire?
0: <laughs> yeah, and then she's just like, you know what? Might need Being a frost all spot. my eggs in one basket is not helping me out here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should take up some water. hmm But, yeah, that grapple with Nina right at the end. Oh, so clutch. Literally saved at least one of your lives. I'm glad. The fact that he couldn't move anymore. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, because I, I imagine if he had been able to, like, kind of walk he was, through like, us. One
0: shot from killing Ariel just outright. Yeah, because yeah. she was prone or something like yeah, that.
1: Yeah, so. I was on the. Well, I.
3: You had stayed prone because you didn't want to lose your witch bolt. Yeah.
2: I wasn't low one Being on double health.
3: witch-bolted would have been cool, too. It was like, at least two what, arcs.
2: But that's the thing, is that you I kept missed. rolling such... No, I kept rolling such low initiative, my turn oh, never yeah. came around. I grappled him, and then he died. <laughs> i never got another turn.
1: And then you told me today <laughs> uh-huh. that you... Or no, you told me yesterday, yesterday that you were so, like frustrating because when you look back at what you had you had the twin
2: the twin spell was something i never utilized That would have been very helpful Oh yeah were
0: you double cast
2: yeah that's the one thing that i really wish i could have gone back and remembered that i had because that would have been helpful in so many different situations where i needed area of effect spells and double targets though
0: that's one of the reasons why i bought so hard into dnd beyond when it came out mm-hmm. is making our characters on that and looking at the character sheet that's mm-hmm. on the website for it lists out all of these like situational and single use abilities that you don't have room to write them on your character sheet so you totally forget that they even exist Mm -hmm. cause you might look at your character sheet and go I got twin spell I have no idea what twin spell does I'm gonna firebolt
2: (laughs) but that would have been helpful in the situations where I could have double firebolted so it's just like cause that's a cantrip and then I would have just been using the spell slot for the twin spell and that would have been very very useful but again did not use it the grapple worked a lot better than I thought it would, though. So I honestly wasn't sure. I thought sure. that was so cool.
3: Being as strong as you were yeah. <laughs> helped a lot there. That's
2: why I've been looking. I've been researching more things I can actually do with my physical strength, so that can come in. Eldritch play. Knight. Yeah, but That'd funny. can't. Can I? I can't become an Eldritch Knight. Can yeah, you I? can. Yeah. You, you can, can? just I? means multi-class. your next level. You Sumbled multi-class. Well,
3: because yeah, I think to be a warrior, which leads into Eldritch Knight, you only need strength.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, because that was what I was considering being. I was going to be a Dragonborn Eldritch Knight with my strength and be, like, super powerful, but then I ended up... I mean,
0: you could totally start taking classes in fighter, Uh or levels in fighter. It would just take a while to get up to the point of being able to get to Eldritch Knight, because you have to be level 3 as a fighter. So
4: it would be, like, starting back over at level 1. Well, she'd still have her sorcerer power. But
0: you'd still have
1: all of your sorcerer power. But don't they... uh, So you would be like sorcerer level three, Eldridge level one.
0: Knight, or Or, fighter level one.
1: Fighter level
2: one. But doesn't that somehow multi-classing, doesn't that somehow hamper the sorcerer? Yeah. It It only really hampers
0: so much as you will never reach level 20. So, but
2: I'll still level up as far as sorcerer goes. You get to choose.
3: Like, I forgot that... I thought Divine Sense was a one-time use. I didn't know I had five of them oh <laughs> sorry going back no no because uh, i would have done that in like when she did detect good and evil in the the room mm-hmm. i could have basically done that for free not used a spell slot and been like this entire room is evil mm-hmm. whatever you're holding is very evil
0: <laughs> so then you guys i mean you killed this boss it wasn't as eventful for me as i was hoping it would be <laughs> and then you returned well first you went back to lumbridge
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Well, that was the closest city, and we had to gather our people.
1: We again. wanted,
0: we wanted to get Baron. <laughs> Baron. You wanted to see No, like, we can't leave
1: Baron. You had to go
0: get Baron. <laughs> yeah, you, want, you wanted to, Baron. to see the other NPC that you cared about. Yeah. And also make sure that the village wasn't leveled and mm-hmm. burned to a, a crisp. Well, because, I mean, that birth. was one of the
3: things I thought about when you were like, the army returned. I was like, mm-hmm. wait, the army returned? Yeah. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. They went and leveled
0: a city. Yep. In the morning, like before you guys went up into the caves, the last watch saw them leave. Mm-hmm. And then you guys saw them come back on the cliff.
3: Yeah, it was both me. Yeah. <laughs> like, Rim was like, that's a big group leaving. And then we're on the mountain hill going, oh, they're coming I back. If, if, I if
0: I was going to have you roll and you may not have rolled well enough, but the full army didn't. Mm-hmm. I
3: didn't roll well enough to, to notice that. I, I remember on the, yeah. s- the return, you're like, you, you rolled it well enough to see that it's probably the returning group, but not well enough to number them.
0: Yeah. And I but even then, know.
3: like I'm like, if they're returning, then whatever they did was probably
0: successful? <laughs> well, as you guys found out, not necessarily. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baron killed one of them.
2: Right in the center of the chase. <laughs> and then lit
3: a building on fire.
2: Yeah,
0: because <laughs> yeah, I gave a... Uh... I gave a percentage in my notes of how many of them came back.
3: Hmm. I wonder. That'd what be weird it? though, because like I wonder how that went for them returning and finding basically like the first few rooms they entered slaughtered goblins and bugbears and kobolds and like I, that was the other reason I was like trying to get in and out quick at that point because I was like, oh god, if they start basically going room to room, they will eventually get to us, and I don't want to have mm-hmm. like who knows yeah. how many of well-armed, possibly trained goblin troops attacking us.
2: That's true. That did become an issue that I was thinking that they would start slowly filtering into their normal places and then, oh, here's this group of adventurers who are stupidly surrounded <laughs> and don't know the cave system. So, Well, well like that the, definitely would have come up if you guys
0: had taken the long way out. Yeah. Mm. But scaling the, the exit really helped with that. Yeah, that went
2: really well, well like too. The...
3: the, the <laughs> three goblins I think we fought just before going into the boss room the ones that followed Gimbal back yeah that ended up being a pretty mean little battle because we just couldn't hit them Mm
0: -hmm. yeah (laughs) the law of
2: the dice yeah was there a reason there was no flying kobolds not
0: particularly we Mm. killed them all
2: yeah (laughs) there we go
0: (laughs) I mean for me I don't feel like having wings would be extremely common Yeah. so in kind of the way that I planned it out you guys pretty much killed all of them. Wow. We like killed they the sent, red ones. Well, they sent like 20 of them mm-hmm. up to, up to uh, Riven to drop rocks and stuff. Yeah.
4: We just picked them out of the sky.
2: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I remember one hit me on the head, one hit you in the foot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Another guy. I got hit in the head too. Did you? <laughs> I pretty bad.
3: I took like seven damage from that rock.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think I rolled like max damage on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I do have like three points. Yeah, and there was a couple NPCs who oh, uh, died from it as well. I think I took, what was it, like seven points, eight points, something. Like that. Yeah,
3: you took you took pretty high damage, and mm-hmm. then she took like a uh, damage. Mm-hmm.
2: Like my pinky toe,
0: the littlest toe, the littlest <laughs> person has. <laughs> so yeah, you guys get to Lumbridge, reunite with with <laughs> Baron and the rest of them, head back home, and then Karam dies.
3: Oh. Were you, I mean, like, I know you said you weren't really expecting that. You were just trying to up the challenge level for us at the end there. But when Karim died, were you like, this is awesome. (laughs)
0: Like, this is perfect.
3: Like, I wanted to this happen kind of
0: stuff. For me, it was, this is awesome. They cared about someone Mm -hmm. that I killed. (laughs) Every single other NPC that has died has meant nothing to them. But I killed this guy, and they're all just like... Fuck.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, there was some tear shit over Imsh, not necessarily a lot. No, they weren't over Imsh. They were over the kobold. That was, well, aerial, that, that was specifically Ariel. Well, that kind after. of got waylaid by that whole incident there because that was <laughs> such a funny moment. That out of everything that happened, that the kobold was the focus there. But oh. the rest of us, you know, we did notice and we did mourn, but that overshadowed it for sure.
1: I had considered when, when Imsh went over the cliff. Using my potion of climbing to climb down there mm-hmm. and get the cobalt. <laughs> bring it back up. They just
3: dead, scattered across the rocks?
1: Just, just to... Well, you, he didn't say that they were necessarily dead. It was probable.
3: Yes.
0: But she could no, have no, went no. down I rolled to check. Dice. Mm-hmm. I rolled the dice for the falling damage. Mm-hmm. They, were, they took like 60 points of damage. Well... And I, I mean, we you were saying like you would back. have to
3: get down there and cast like the revivifier or yeah. whatever. You yeah. Had. And I was like, you can only do that like within a minute and it would have taken you longer than that decline. Yeah.
2: As down. he was yeah. rolling the dice, I was counting and minusing the health off of him and to see if he would actually be something we could actually bring back. But no, he got into the negatives to the point where it wouldn't have been it was, it was instant <laughs> death. In yeah.
1: Yeah. well not knowing that information I was in my head considering yeah. doing that just for the fact of mm-hmm. the Cause cool there's, there was like, the tiny
0: <laughs> chance that he doesn't straight up die there's a tiny chance that he's got Death saving throws to roll, mm-hmm. and then you've got at max five rounds to get down there mm-hmm. and see if you can get it back up.
3: Well, that was the thing, too. Is like, I remember when he picked up dice and rolled, I was in my head just kind of listening to how many dice rolled. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like, I heard him just like, rattle, 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 and I was like, they're all dead. <laughs> like, that's death. He could roll, he'd roll straight sure ones, I and took that's the death. the
0: whole, like, mini dice that I have. Just... Yep. Yeah,
3: and I was like, that's. He could have rolled straight ones and he, they're dead. Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: straight
2: ones would have only been twelve damage.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I think that that would have definitely killed the kobold.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, yeah. Like, that point was, instant
3: death killed the kobold.
2: Yeah, but at that point was hard enough maxed right out connection. health with the additional five <laughs> yeah. at HP. Well, we we, like we that,
3: yelled so. down. We're like, "Are you alive?" <laughs> nope. Let's go. And <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in my head, Rim was like, "Shit,
1: mm-hmm.
3: we lost a fighter and we lost the map."
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Like, yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, did we remember he told us what to do after going here? Like,
1: Ariel all- was irritated. Mm-hmm. Ariel was irritated that Imps just, like, destroyed his jaw. No, like- we
2: remembered, we just misunderstood. <clears throat> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because we actually we actually did fairly well. We only took, the, you know, the wrong route once. There was, like, only one
3: time to take the wrong route. Yeah.
2: From. So, we didn't do too badly going for that whole path. Don't pathway. turn off the main path. Well, this one goes
0: slightly more north.
3: It was, but that was just one of those things. Like you said, but the way you said it, it kind of changed. And mm-hmm. not having a map, it was like, well, which one's the main path? Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and you
0: didn't because you said go well, you go, you go north. Like
3: this one goes northeast. This one continues path. off to the west. It was like go northeast, well,
0: northeast and northwest. Yeah,
3: and so it was like go northeast, like because we were traveling east. But that was just whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it worked out.
0: It did. A couple more kobolds to kill. Uh, the <laughs> the
3: smoke pot that was in the Doitan statue's mouth, was that just theatrics? Yeah. Okay, I figured really? it was.
1: <laughs> I think it's cool, it. though. We could, having that, we well, could okay. use that. No, we left it in I'll, the room. I'll explain it. Oh, we didn't bring, take it out of the room? Yes, no, right. we left it in the room. In the, the, the guild oh. room. Yeah. Oh, okay. When wait, yeah. wait,
0: you guys finished off that room, uh-huh. I drew out my loot cards for it. Mm-hmm. One of the cards I drew was the ever-smoking bottle. Oh. She's like, I know exactly where this <laughs> bottle
2: goes. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Just... Well, it will be handy if we ever need a smoke I guess. <laughs> no, we don't have
1: it. No, we left it he in the guild we hall. He said we left
2: it in the guild hall. Hu- he guild still said that I have the possibility leaders. of having to roll for the axe. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay.
0: well, that's if we ever it pick it
3: up again.
2: Yeah. That's the thing, is that we're, well, up, we're not... Well, even
0: if you were never going to pick up the accident, I wouldn't tell
2: you what it does. Mm. That is well, yeah.
0: That is beyond the meta-discussion yeah. of the plot.
2: Right. Because, no, no,
3: no. Yeah, like, if we do ever end up with it again... or anything Well, the like thing, my,
2: my point is that we're not finished with whatever's in that room, because we're still doing research on most of it, so...
0: Yeah, Beery did say that she needed to research some stuff. Mm-hmm. We could ask Beery back, back to have Vernet. the
1: smoke thing back.
0: Or we you guys can really get back and just... Yeah, he's left your bottle with me, Nick. Yeah,
1: come on back. <laughs> <laughs> Blow in her face.
3: Well, I think that was another thing. Was, so, like, Rim's character being who he is was finally starting to respect Karen. So when he died, mm-hmm. it was a bigger deal for Rim because it was like, okay, he lost another... Comrade right. in arms,
2: another competent person in the battle. Yeah, well, was like, how many of my men are going to die?
3: <laughs> well, it was more like shit. I couldn't help him, like, cause I saw it coming when he took the big hit to the back of the head, and that's why I was like, shit, I gotta get, get over there. Mm-hmm. But I had no spells, cause we hadn't rested, so I couldn't cure him. I was simply trying to get there to like try to draw away mm-hmm. the bugbears, and then like two more came out, and they were just like,
1: yes, yeah,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well. F-
0: me
1: yeah I as a player completely forgot about him
2: for I me know. I was also um, when Nixie <laughs> went yeah. down I was doing that whole inquiry about the potion if you can literally force feed someone. I was going to run over to the point to fix one of them, you know. But again, it happened that I rolled such low initiative; it never came to my turn again before everybody died.
4: <laughs> I was just unconscious. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm kind kind of glad Couldn't that I anything. didn't do anything. Yeah, didn't give him the potion or I'm the healing. Glad you
0: ended up this
2: unconscious.
0: So
1: <laughs> that way I could yeah. give it to her. Because had I okay. used it on him first,
2: I will say the whole situation was very much. Nixie like... He would have been dead. <laughs> yeah was very shocking in the sense that, yeah, we almost lost... We did lose one of our main people, and then we almost lost one of our actual playable characters. (laughs) It's okay, I have a backup character. Oh.
1: Did he end up dying... Too far past the point of me being able to revive him, or is it just the fact that I didn't even try to revive him? Because no, she you, can, she has the the cantrip that can bring him back to zero
3: if they aren't already dead.
0: No. Yeah. Spare the dying. It was Only spare the works dying for someone that is dying. He was dead. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Yeah.
3: yeah they you can't... need. Sorry, you needed revivify.
1: Yeah, I needed revivify
0: someone that was already. No, dead. You, you don't have cantrips that are just like. Mm-hmm. You're
2: paste. <laughs> You're not paste anymore. <laughs> Yeah, because that one, we actually did sit and talk about that to see if he, that was something we could fix, but yeah. he was too far gone, and also, I mean, we were so distracted by his death, we didn't even loot the bugbear's bodies, so. Oh, <laughs> we didn't, did no, we? Mm-mm. There'd be, we, like, we, nothing on them. We were, yeah, that would have been the typical stuff, but still, we were very mournful, and we constructed a little carrying thing. It sucks
0: with, like, a bunch of mooks, it's just like, we loot the bodies! Uh, more shitty weapons and <laughs> shitty armor. Uh... Oh, yeah.
3: Well, I was starting to get to the point this where...
0: This one's got I, a pendant. Mm-hmm. This is,
3: that's where I was starting to get to the point where I was like, I need just to start collecting these these short swords or daggers so I can throw them at people, because I've got nothing left. SUG <laughs> so, 2.0.
2: Yeah. Short
4: like, SUG herbs. with all
3: your swords. Which I then sold for better swords.
0: Yeah.
3: And told all you guys, you guys need to get rid of those. <laughs> those are guard swords.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you guys are now kind of... Getting ready to embark on another mission? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Actual mm-hmm. embarking. Yeah, on a heading, boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Getting on a boat because I'm at least a, a couple boat. of you really like the idea of a boat campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> New yeah, mission. Yeah, we're going
3: going to the dwarven
0: city. Going to the north. Yeah. Which is to all be like, hey, I, I, I found this
3: cool lock. Anybody miss a locket? Mm-hmm. That's what And it mean came with which. a poem. I'm
0: kind of excited to, to do the uh, the dwarven city that I've got yeah. built in that
2: area. For me, yeah, I just really want to go into the dwarven city. That sounds really cool. <laughs> There's dwarves to the
0: south, too. They're just different dwarves. Yeah.
3: Twimmers.
2: Cool. Yeah. But, yeah, that was what Kanina was mainly thinking of, too, was that um, Anax that bracelet she got is just like, I need to find who this belongs to, even though it's practically impossible to They're do probably that. probably dead.
0: <laughs> so, before we wrap up, is there any, like... Last-minute questions that anyone wants to go over.
5: Is there
3: anything, as the DM, you wish we had done that we just skipped? Like, did we just circumvent a part of a story you had created?
0: Not really, because this, specifically this part, had a very clear plot line. There are things around Riven that... Exist that you guys are probably going to skip right over when you get on your boat But there's things that exist in other parts of the world that you guys will get to experience by doing that hmm. So it's kind of like with how much of like having a lot of Saval and the lore of the entire area of Saval planned out I'm not too worried about you guys skipping over things because A, since I've got a lot of it already, like, thought up, those things can happen even when you guys are gone, and you guys can come back, and things can be different. Or anywhere else you go, it'll have other things that you could have missed by not leaving. So it's kind of a semi-sandbox. That's cool. I think we're ready to wrap up. Yes, Bye.
2: Bye, everybody. Farewell. (laughs) Oh. <laughs> <Good night. laughs> we'll leave off on that. Bathroom
0: and break we thank you all for listening to this night watch.